Warning. What follows is a battle featuring monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Fear Day. Barely and sometimes dramatic and violent podcast that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. All right, here we are again. WF Spooky Time Champion of the World. Oh my God! The battle continues. Yeah. Yeah. So, in case you didn't realize, what we've been doing for the past two episodes is we're putting many monsters and creatures and entities that we've talked about over the past year against each other. Yeah. In one hell of a conflict. And last episode was a doozy. It sure was. Some upsets, some surprises. The drama. The excitement. The Tuttlebottom's monster. He's a threat. Yeah. He's out to prove a point. He's out to he's been on Twitter with his claws talking mad shit since Mm -hmm. last time. He's putting down Seamus. It's like you doubted. He's like I made it. You doubted me? Yeah. I'm just a giant anteater and you thought I and I guess and I took out a bunch of wolf dog men. Mm Mm-hmm. Suck it, everybody. He does a crotch chop with his claws. He's like, suck it. The T B chop? TB chat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, dar- yes, but yes, the battle continues. <laughs> the we're, battle continues yes. on. Uh, first, we're going to have to do the bye week. Correct. Should we start just from the for, top? Uh, bye week. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah. The bye battle. Yeah, the bye battles. Are we starting at the very top? I think we just work our way down. We'll All go. Right. Should we just complete the division or should we go? Uh, let's. Let's. Um. Let's complete the division. All right, so we'll do so. the two bi-week battles out of the weird division first. All right, so this creature... I keep saying bi-week again, I but know. we all know what I we mean. We all know what you mean, absolutely. Except for me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, uh, it's all perfect. And speaking of perfect, this little morsel got a buy, and he's such a perfect, cute little dude... Yep. ...who won over... The hearts and minds of the Chicago, the greater Chicagoland area. Chance the Snapper. Yep. And who's he fighting? He is fighting the Archangel Gabriel. <laughs> yep, he sure is. Gator Gabe is on the scene. Chance has been hiding in the lake, in the lagoon. He's been dodging all these people. Mm-hmm. So Staying out of human sight. Never send a human to do an angel's job because an angel's job is to butcher a baby alligator. <laughs> uh-huh. Gator Gabe is here. Alligator Bob couldn't do anything, but Gator Gabe has arrived. Yeah, so Gabriel just comes screaming out of the sky. He evaporates the Humboldt Pond when he lands. Boom. Chance the Snapper is just like, oh, shit, where do I hide? Yeah. You know where he hides? He just gets... He doesn't hide anywhere. No, he hides in hell. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Toast. And we didn't know he was a naughty gator. He went to hell. Yeah. Gabe scorched him. Smited his ass. Smoten. So, the messenger of the Lord sent a message to an alligator, and it was, you're dead now. Yeah. 
So you smell what Gabe's cooking? Yeah, it's because it's chance to snap her. <laughs> now Gabe is outside Humboldt Park selling snapper bites. Uh-huh. Just kidding. There's nothing left to sell. I just wrote Gabriella. <laughs> Amazing. That's <laughs> what I wrote. My. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's not Gabriella. I wrote <laughs> whatever. Gabriel. Gator Gabe has defeated Chance the Snapper. Well, yeah, uncontested. Yeah, I was. Sorry, Chance. That's snapper. Just, that's just how the. That's uh, how the uh, pieces of charred alligator fall. Yep. Well. Yes. To round out the weird division. Yes. We have one more bye week. This is more of a contest. Bye battle that we have to. Uh, yeah. Discuss here. This one is much more of a contest. Yes. What do we got? The Sheep Squatch. Cool. Out of West Virginia. Yes. And the Yeti out of Nepal. Well, similar creatures. They are similar. One can ford a river. I remember that very vividly. Yeah. A river. Yes, a river. Like a river, not, mm-hmm. not like a pond. Or not a, a stream or a trickle. Mm-hmm. A river. Well, Sheep Squatch and Yeti, probably about the same physical stature, probably the same physical weight. Yeah. Sheep Squatch... Usually walks on all fours, but it can stand up. Yep. Yeti. It's a Yeti. Yeah. This is a battle of might. Yep. This is the battle of pure will. Both probably have a similar intellect. Sheep Scratch was no dummy. Nope. Yeti. They're not not dumb. Doesn't seem to be a dummy either. Nope. So this is an all-out brawl. Mm -hmm. So basically, I think it comes down to whoever has the uh, most devastating finishing maneuver. What would the Sheep Squatch's finisher be called? Yep. Uh-huh. I got one. Okay. What do you got? All right. Well, well, the Sheep Squatch's finisher is, of course, go to sheep. Oh, the GTS. The GTS. Yeah. The go to sheep. Go to sh- GTSS. Go to Sheep Squatch. Mm-hmm. Go to sheep. So that's his. So that is exactly how you picture it. He hoists the Yeti on his shoulders, throws him up, and knees him in the face. Mm-hmm. All of the best in the world. Yeah. There's no cool pun with this name, but no. the Yeti the Yeti lives amongst the the snow and ice. Mm-hmm. So would it be fitting if he had a stone cold stunner? Sure, I can that give works. it to him. Yeah. But if that's what's going on, I don't think it beats to go to sheep. Oh. Which is a shame because I think the Yeti's got some serious charisma. I mean, the stunner always beats a GTS in my book. Damn, dude, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Rattlesnake in the house. Mm-hmm. But. But I think the sheep squatch. When it comes to wrestling, when it comes to wrestling, because now they're wrestling, and it's not just a board, now it's wrestling. <laughs> when it comes to wrestling, you got the more creative name usually wins. Yeah, plus the sheep squat's got horns and teeth. and I mean, the Yeti might have teeth, too. I don't know. I think the sheep squatch is. Um, I think he'd be more aggressive. I think so. Right. Yeah, I think uh, it's more going to take the fight option than the flight, and the yeti seems to take flight historically. Yeah, one creature forded a river; the other creature usually hides. Yeah. And I mean, if he's put in a bind, he can throw some bows. But I think the animal magnetism, the ferociousness ferociousness has to go to the sheep squatch i think so yeah. all right sheep squatch wins mm-hmm. yeti has been defeated 
Just going to ignore what that future battle will be. I know. Ignore I it. I got to keep just not looking at them, not thinking it. about them, because writing them in, I'm like, what? Um, little All teaser. Right. So trying to keep my mind off of that so we can stay fresh with it when we get back to it. We're going to move to the fear division. This is bad news, man. This is tough. This could take a whole hour. Oh, this one's... It yeah. won't, but it so, could. So uh, yes. completing by battle round one for the fear division. Yes. Out of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, the Mothman takes on the legendary dark magic wielder of the Navajo, the Skinwalker. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't... What is this? This one's a... This one is... This one... big time. ...is serious. Mm -hmm. If these two were on opposite sides of a bracket, in some other universe, this could be like a final battle. Mm -hmm. This is this is intense. So the Mothman, yes, Prophet of Doom, right? Yes, we can say that. That's him. Yes. Yeah, we'll go with that. Skinwalkers, like we've uh, discussed before, dark magic, evil, highly intelligent, highly intelligent. Yeah, many spells at his disposal as well. Lots of magical abilities. Yeah. So then. Uh, Wow. I know, right? You got to think about it. It's almost like the Mothman is there to warn people of the impending Skinwalker. Right. The Mothman warms of doom. The Skinwalker is doom. Mm -hmm. He's living evil. He killed a family member to get these powers. Powers he could only get because he's already skilled in dark magic. And the Skinwalker, if he wanted to, could probably turn into a Mothman. Yeah. Because they, they look like he can become anything he wants. He can become a monster. Yeah, I mean, he is a monster. Right. Yeah. So the Mothman, maybe that's what it was all those years ago in West Virginia. Skinwalker? Yeah, he's trying to warn people. Skinwalker here. He's coming. He's going to take out the bridge. Maybe the Yeah, maybe the bridge got taken out to prevent a Skinwalker from crossing it. Mm. He was like, acceptable loss. Wow. Whoa. Yikes, Mothman. Collateral damage. Yeah, it's like, for the greater good. Yeah, I mean. That's tough. Maybe, maybe they hadn't crossed into the uh, West Virginia area yet. It was the last hope. That's fucked up. I'm making up this scenario when real people died. Oh, yeah. It yeah, sucks. That's true. Yeah. But Mothman versus a Skinwalker. Yeah, we got to try to give it some context here for this right. ridiculous battle. We do, right. Yeah. So, the Mothman never really hurt anybody. No, he didn't. Like, I know a lot of people say the Mothman and the bridge, you know, did he cause it? Was he warning of it? Right. Most people seem to think he was warning of it. Right. And there's other settings of Mothman, too. Like, obviously, there's Chicago Mothman, but it was said that they saw Mothman at a... Why am I blanking on this? The nuclear power plant in Russia. Oh, yes, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yes. Um, There were sightings of that right before that failed. Uh, What else? The bridge in Minnesota. What? 2016? 2015? Maybe longer than that? Maybe, but that sounds right based on just memory. Sightings of them there, too. So, but he's never hurt anybody. No. No, just warns of it. Right. 
So if this entity was put into a battle with a skinwalker, I think the skinwalker has more weapons. Yeah, I think so. I think his arsenal is deeper. Right. He's his battle hardened. He's killed members of his family. The Mothman knows it's coming and it's dangerous and deadly and Uh huh. Can it do anything to stop it? I mean, beyond like punching and kicking and fighting, I don't think he can battle against magic. No, I don't think so. So I think again, like the magic is going to prevail, like because the Mothman can dive bomb him out of the sky, right. all that stuff, physical. Yes. But then it's gonna. I mean, the Skinwalker can do that right back too. Just has to use its magic and. I think we got a skin win this one. I think uh, Skinwalker is gonna go on again. Skinwalker advances. So rounding out the fear division. Oh, brother. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. What are we doing? Why are we doing this, Zach? (laughs) What are we doing? We have Santa Claus versus the Kraken. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. Well, the Kraken's fresh off his win against the Legion and a world of robots. Yeah. So now he's dealing with Father Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. But in our discussions, Santa Claus may be, I mean, Santa Claus, let's just stick with Santa. Magic. We're going to stick with Santa. For now. Yeah. But attributes are need to be mentioned because we discussed them and they he could have these powers. Yes. So he says reindeer. He can basically, he's basically a time, he can basically distort time. Yep. So he could be battling the Kraken in a world where the Kraken has no idea what's going. I don't know how Santa Claus could be able to manipulate time to in fact defeat a Kraken. But it is at his disposal. Mm-hmm. He's got a magical sack which can hold endless things. He's basically got, you know, for those who are familiar with Doctor Who, he's got Time Lord technology in his sack because it can hold like an infinite amount of things. Mm-hmm. He can have anything in there. Weapons. Oh, yeah. Is I mean, it, do we even get into, like, when I did my whole episode yes. on Santa? Yes, we are. Because okay. we have to. Because it has to. Because yes. that that's what it goes back to. Yes. I mean, so he's also got his spear, Gugnir, and possibly the two ravens that look over the earth. I don't remember their names. So Santa may be Odin, or have the powers of Odin. So if Santa Claus is Odin... He's a Norse god. What's up, bitches? <laughs> yeah. Kraken, you ain't... Sorry, Kraken, you're a big beast, but you ain't got shit on Odin. No. Sorry, you don't. You cannot beat Santa Claus. He's the All-Father. <laughs> Santa Claus is the All-Father. <laughs> yeah, so he has the power of lightning. Mm-hmm. He's torching the Kraken with all the powers of the atmosphere. The Kraken's getting lit up. I mean, he's the he's the war god, right? Yeah, you're not stopping the war god. Kraken isn't. Even if he is dressed in all red and delivering presents, the Kraken's gonna pop up on him, and he's gonna be like, "Oh hell no!" He's like, I don't think so. This dude. not today. This is nope, unacceptable. Then he swings his. You know what he swings? His spear. Yes. Just launches it. Yeah, he him. launches it right. Mm-hmm. He shoots it into the Kraken. Mm-hmm. And then just, yeah. 
he's the, the Kraken's done. Yeah, I mean, it's an epic battle. The visual is impressive. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Thunderstorm over the ocean, like this is the Kraken splashing and flailing its, you know, island long tentacles. Mm-hmm. And Owen's just like, ho ho ho, <laughs> time to die. Uh huh. Wow, Odin. Yeah, and then he drinks a bunch of mead. Mm-hmm. And then for fun, oh, he stabs out his other eye and just dives into the ocean and wrestles it to death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sacrificed my other eye to make this a fair fight. It's still not fair. Bring it on. Santa wins. Santa wins. Santa beats the Kraken. Santa defeats the Kraken. <sighs> Sorry. And this. Oh, no. Don't look at that either. <laughs> don't look don't look at it. Alright. Well All that right. rounds out uh Yes. Both divisions. The bye weeks are done. Buys are done. Alright. So now we're jumping back up to the weird and fear division, is that correct? The weird division, yes. Stupid. They're both the weird that's that's the that's the <laughs> that's, whole organization. That's the WF. That's the WF. Yeah. <laughs> the weird division. Uh huh. Well, you know what's weird? Gabriel just killed an alligator. Mm-hmm. So he's moving on to confront an entity made of pure fear. Terror? And terror and apprehension and doubt. He is the man with the hat. Mm-hmm. Now, the Chicago Mothman fell victim to the man with the hat because of his fear-based powers. Gabriel is an angel of the Lord. Yep. I don't know if the fear is going to work on him. So how would that approach, how would the man with the hat approach this? Because Gabriel, of course, has the powers of heaven on his side, and the man with the hat, while capable of inducing fear and scaring someone, it's usually being afraid of the unknown. Gabriel knows basically all the unknown. Mm-hmm. He's going to have that knowledge built into his entire existence. So he sees a spooky being in the corner when he's taking a nap, but if angels even sleep, and he sees him in the corner, he's like, nah, man. Yeah, he's like, no. No. He's like, I got a trumpet. He's, he's either some sort of demon or evil entity, and an archangel is going to know how to nip that in the bud real quick. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to smite him. He's going to... Whether he shoots, whatever he does, the force of God. To hell with you or whatever he does. He's like, Gabriel's like, bitch, please. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Would you like to become salt? And the man with the hat's like, oh, I thought, well, this is, well, you're no, you're you're nothing like the Chicago moth, man. It's like, the yeah. worst. The first words the man with the hat ever speaks is just like, "Oh, ah, shit." And Gabriel's like, "Dusted." Boom. So unfortunately for the man with the hat, Gabriel Gabe barrels through him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what other powers could the man with the hat have? An even? Archangel's going to be hard to stop here. Absolutely, him being in here is a heavy gun. Yeah. He's a he's a number one contender. Exactly, but in any in any bracket, any wrestling, any fight, mm-hmm. there's that one guy who's like he's got the tools. Yeah, he's got the fucking tools. Yeah, he's got them. 
We'll see if anybody can disrupt him. But uh, would the man with this? Just going to throw this out there. Would the man with the hat be able to make Gabriel doubt himself and his abilities? Because if an angel doesn't believe, if you can take away an angel's belief, I'm pretty sure you've neutered him pretty hard. I don't know if he could because I think he's just because I again he comes to you when you're sleeping when you're vulnerable. Right. I don't think you're going to get an archangel off his toes like that. Especially like Gabriel, like a true believer, like that high up in the angel hierarchy. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And do angels sleep? Probably not. I mean, they're pretty insane. So they are. Yeah. So I think Gabriel's going to take that one. I think he does too. All right. Well, we're going to jump down to the fear division. Yeah. Where he's been in some pretty. Brutal Scrapes, the Skinwalker. Mm-hmm. He is going up against a creature who enjoys devouring children, the Nian. This is going to be an interesting So one. this one is very interesting because I feel as these fights go on, we might be reiterating, like the Skinwalker has magic. Yes. So And he can shapeshift. Mm-hmm. So this one we got to focus more on the Nian. Correct. We've, <coughs> we've nailed down the Skinwalker's Skinwalker, abilities. we all know what it is. What it's capable of now. I know. Just adapting it to an, to each individual battle. Correct. So how is that going to come into play against the Nian? It's going to be different. Very I don't know if so. it's going to work as much. The Nian is a big beast, but he also isn't super stupid. Like no. he's, he's got some level of intellect. Like he's a thing. Mm-hmm. He's not just like um. He's not like a yet. Not that the yetters are dumb. I mean, he's not like a deer roaming the forest. Is my point. No, it's he's, he's a he's a being. Yeah. He's a sentient creature who likes to go into a town and terrorize it and then eat whatever they leave behind. And if they can get a hold of some human beings, some children, he's all, all about that. Yeah. Right. So I guess it would rely on... I mean, as far as strength goes, the Nian obviously has a skinwalker outclassed. Yeah. He's more powerful. He's larger. Does he breathe fire? I forget that part. Did he have that ability? I don't remember him having that ability. I don't I don't know either. It didn't come up in his last battle. But I don't know if he has that power. So unlike past battles with the Skinwalker, though I think the intellect of the Skinwalker may come into play a little bit more. He's going to need it, right. He's going to have to figure out how to outsmart this thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's, I mean, the Nian was defeated by one man in his original story. Right. One man who knew stuff. Mm-hmm. The Skinwalker could be one man that knows stuff. Yeah, especially since what we've known about the Navajo and the their what, what were they called the priests. But just to continue this dialogue going, they um, they're intelligent, like super intelligent. They practice all this stuff like crazy. And even their healing abilities and stuff before you go to the dark side are pretty powerful. So the, they're smart. That's yes, what I'm getting at. very smart. They do. They know how to do their research, and they know how to you know. They know how to piece shit together. So, unlike the last ones, relying more on magic. The uh, term you were looking for was Hitali, 
if okay. I'm pronouncing it correctly, mm-hmm. because it means singer, and it's like, yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah, medicine the Navajo man. singers. That's uh-huh. what I was thinking. Yep. Yep. Um, medicine man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think their intelligence is going to play in more here. The Nian, we know he gets scared off by firecrackers, stuff like that. Yes. Anything surprising or shocking is going to work against him. Yeah, it doesn't like red. No, it doesn't. A skinwalker is going to be able to pick up on this and scare the living hell out of a Nian or just straight up murder it. Can you imagine the terror that it could cause this thing when it learns its weaknesses? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be testing him. Like, Because he's going to be running around as a coyote. Let's say he doesn't know how to defeat him yet. He'll shift into a coyote. He'll be running around fast. The Nian's trying to get him. He'll be testing his weaknesses. He'll be testing the Nian's weaknesses like the uh, like the clever girl in Jurassic Park. Mm. Mm-hmm. testing the fences yep maybe throwing like instead of i mean the neon doesn't have a pack to work with i mean the skinwalker doesn't have a pack to work with but it can try different maneuvers different techniques and get away relatively unscathed and then once it finds out something that really scary once it once it makes like a loud racket it'll know that'll work and then who knows how it could access i feel like it well it was the it was the the racket mm-hmm the red. And what else was there? Some what was the other thing? There was a third thing that was really it was vulnerable to. Those are the two that I really remember. Yeah, the, red firecrackers. With I mean, the old man that scared him out of. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I liked fire either, but for sure the red, and for sure the loud noises. And, and that, I mean, that would make sense with like the firecracker and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't like fire. Doesn't like loud noises. Those but, are both involved in that but i feel like the skinwalker might use magic as like you know gunpowder and like it's, it's going to try and use those things no matter who it fights some yeah. kind of explosion or something so once it realizes it can do that yeah it's game over yeah it can just play with it and who knows the skinwalker could shapeshift into a million different things in probably a relatively short amount of time however that magic works to try and test what it's scared of and as soon as it notices it's you know what if it changes into a red fox or what if it changes into i don't know who knows Mm-hmm. What if the Nian sees a cardinal in the tree and it's like, oh, and it's like, ah, I can use that. Yeah. I just think, or I could just shapeshift into a Nian and battle it to the death. Yeah. I think either way, Skinwalker's going to take that one. Skinwalker wins. Skinwalker's a beast. You know how you're not supposed to talk about a Skinwalker? Yeah, we talk about it a little we too much. We just keep moving him along to guarantee that we're talking about him. Yeah, maybe we should just do that so that... He doesn't come and beat us. <laughs> well, let's jump back to the word division. Yep. How do you feel about the Bell's Witch versus, you know, the Wendigo? So now we have a spirit versus a spirit slash physical entity. Yeah, this one these this both is different. These both torment their opponents mentally and cause physical harm. Yeah, I mean... You could almost wonder if the Bell Witch could be a similar spirit to the Wendigo spirit, where, you know, it kind of nests and manifests. and She's like a psychosis. Draw, yeah, draws its energy from taking things from others, almost. Right. Denying someone something and then torturing them and making them, I mean, breaking down their physical being which is what a wendigo does the bell witch doesn't turn you into a bell's witch but a wendigo turns you into a wendigo 
Yeah. And both both torture your soul. So how would that work if they're both two spirit entities? Could they both feel even feel fear or be twisted? Probably not. Not not outside of like their will, you know? Like But how so how does one of these beat the other? Right. What would that what would that scenario be? So what jumps to mind immediately yes. is the Bell's witch needs a family to exist. It needs people to respond to it. The Wendigo needs those people for a time. And then it drains them. Yes. And they become a Wendigo themselves or no longer exist. 100%. So the the Wendigo continues on, but the Bell Witch, if these are both operating in the same house... Yes. The Bell Witch ceases to exist unless it can hop to the next house. Right. But it seemed to find in the history of it, it followed a family line, a yes. lineage. Yes, it did. So if the if they're both battling each other, the Wendigo is going to wipe out that family line by making it eat itself. Correct. And then the Bell Witch no longer exists. If it's attached to that family. Right. You understand? I do understand. But that's the only thing I can think of right now. Right, because I don't think the bell... I don't think they can actually physically battle each other. Right. It's hard. Yeah. Because the bell witch... What's it going to do? Torture like a lineage of Wendigos? Yeah. Good luck twisting their fucking minds. Yeah. Good, yeah. good fucking luck. If anything... All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest mm-hmm. the Wendigo wins. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you why I think so, because the Bell Witch is gonna try and pull the shit she pulls. Let's say she wants to twist a Wendigo's mind. Mm-hmm. She gets inside the Wendigo's mind, but she's unable to twist it. It's it's beyond reproach. It's a it's a hellscape in there. She doesn't want to be inside there. Yeah, she can't instill any fear in this thing. So guess what happens when she's inside the mind? She becomes a spirit who gets sucked into the Wendigo psychosis, mm-hmm. which breaks her down. And she plans things out. She has agendas. She has motivations. She even loves things, like how she loved the family. Like She has obsessions. Yeah. So her obsession turns just to consumption. Mm-hmm. But she's a spirit. What is she going to consume? She doesn't knock the Wendigo. She doesn't eat sustenance. I mean, he's like an entity that swallows physical things and just eats. So she consumes herself. She consumes her own spiritual energy. And she basically kills herself. She starves herself. to death. She starves herself and kills herself. Which is herself. another Wendigo thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Wendigo gets her because he's more evil, more twisted, more beyond reproach. He gets her. Yeah, I think the he- Wendigo is going to win this one. Excellent. Wendigo wins. Where are, we, where are we jumping to next? Let's go back down to the fear division. Get these battles going here. Hell yes. Yeah. So what do we got? Who is who? All right, so this round we got in his Technicolor coat, Indrid Cold. <laughs> yes. Versus the uh, elusive beast of Bray Road. Oh, Lord. Well, you know what uh, Indrid Cold likes to do? He likes to come down on his spaceship around roads. He sure does. So everybody's visiting the beast of Bray Road on his street. Yeah, he's currently driving the Black Volga after he just destroyed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, he has a car now. Yeah. He he whatever it was, it's no longer anything, it's his car. 
Right. So Injured Cold pulls up and he's like, hey, pull over. Yeah, hey. Psst. And he just starts asking him questions about... What kind of questions? Elk. Elkhorn? Was that the town? I think so. Is it? I don't know. That's going to bug me. I think it was Elkhorn. The, uh, Bur- Wisconsin? Bray Road? Yeah. Let's find out. Bray Road Town. Let's see what that tells me on the good old internet. But the point is, Indrid's asking questions about the local geography. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he does. Yeah, Elkhorn nailed it. Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Nice. So uh, that's where uh, that's what Indrid's asking about. Yeah, he's just asking him questions. The beast is enjoying his sweet ride. He's had. He's just going to reach out the window and grab Indrid Cole. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Maybe. Keep going. Well, the... what happens then? I mean, once that happens, Cole can't get away. He's not strong enough for this. Oh, he's in the clutches of a beast. Yeah. He's going to get mauled. Oh, my God. What? I mean, unless this future past space coat jacket thing. We did establish its armor, but it's not protecting his neck or his head. Mm -mm. And that's what the werewolf, the beast of Bray Road, is going to go for. It's going to go for that kill shot, that neck. I have a question. Yeah. Because Indrid communicates telepathically, mm-hmm. would he sense the beast was going to attack him before the beast does it? Would he be aware that this was coming at him? Maybe. I don't know how much time it would give him, but would he know this beast, when it went to lunge for him, was lunging to wipe him out? And would he have enough time to defend against that? So... Injured Cold is used to reading the minds of people. Truth. Speaking to them. Yes. I don't know what this thing... Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's harder. Maybe it's harder, yeah. Maybe it's you know, an- too animalistic. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't take it as seriously mm-hmm. because it's a beast. Although I feel like if he, if he knows anything about Earth and sees a werewolf driving a car... <laughs> <laughs> He might he might be like, something's not right here. Yeah, maybe. But maybe that curiosity is what draws him in. Yeah, maybe he's like, oh, this is another visitor. Maybe he's from the land of Lycanlos. <laughs> hey, dude, you from Lycanlos? Yeah. And the beast is like, ha. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't speak. Ha. Yeah. So, I don't know. You have... The space traveler versus the beast. Yes. So the technology that this man, that we don't know what any of his technology is, able to overpower this beast. Yeah, it's tough. Would Injured be able to even contact his ship? Because the ship does stuff. There's someone else in the ship. Yeah. He's not by himself. He just likes to wander. Yep. He's like Captain Kirk. He is the face of space. Space face. Space face. Well, space face. But I picture but I picture maybe the hubris, maybe the arrogance, maybe the aloofness or elitism injured cold takes to normal situations with humans. Maybe he does underestimate this beast, and the beast grabs him. And when it grabs him, I I mean in my head when you describe it, I know he like mauls him, but I picture him grabbing his neck and like pulling him so like his face smashes against the top of like the window of the car. Mm-hmm. So it's like boom and that knocks him out. Mm-hmm. And the beast gets out of the car. Well the beast can either drive away, like giving the ship the middle finger. You know, it's like Uh-huh. 
Just imagine an alien comes down from space. And, and, a, a, and a werewolf's driving a car. And he goes up to talk to him. And he's like, hey, dude, what's up? And the werewolf grabs him by the neck, slams his head against the top of the, like, because the, the window's down against the, or the bear, Bray, the beast of Bray Road just smashes his fist through his own window, grabs his neck, slams him into the top of the, um, you know, the door. Mm-hmm. The, the, the alien falls. It's funny to call Angel Cole just the alien. The alien falls to the ground, the middle finger in the air to the spaceship. And then he goes, and drives away. Uh huh. I think the hubris is the downfall here. I think pure animal instinct defeats injured cold. I think so. Which I is it, insane. I think it comes to the animal instinct. Which is insane to think about. Like, yeah. I can't believe that just happened. Right, yeah. But I think it did happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What is going on here? And now we've established that the beast of Bray Road is driving down his road in the, <laughs> the black Volga. He takes trophies. Is he wearing the sparkle jacket now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he yes, is. he is. And also it's nighttime and he's wearing sunglasses. Uh-huh. So it's a werewolf wearing sunglasses with a sparkly purple coat in a black Volga. So that's a thing that exists now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's in the world. That is in the world now. All right. Well, we've got to hop back to the weird division. What the fuck is this? We got what? a doozy here. What is that? What is this? We have the Sheep Squatch versus Adolfo Constanzo. Yes. What is that? How does that work? So, the Sheep Squatch. Yes. Being. A Sheep Squatch. A Sheep Squatch. Yes. Is about to fight a sorcerer, necromancer type guy. Fuck. With a drug cult behind him. Fuck. Yep, that's what he's doing. Yep, that's that's a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh so Adolfo, mm-hmm. he likes sacrificing animals. Oh my god. The oh. more powerful the animal, the better the spell he can get. Truth. Oh my can god. Can you imagine how pumped he would be to get a sheep squatch to sacrifice it? Is this gonna make Adolfo grow horns? I don't know what he wants it to do. Is he going to wear its skull as a hat? He's going to make it so, like, he's casting invisibility spells. Because remember, that's what he was doing. Right. He was hiding things. Right. Oh, my God. Well, if he's casting invisibility spells and he has a cult of soldiers, he's basically got foot soldiers around him, too. But he can also summon spirits. The Sheep Squash is just a tough-ass animal. Yeah, it's just a, it's a cryptid. Like a right. legit cryptid. This is a, this is a, we're dealing with... We're dealing with a Dungeons and Dragons character. Adolfo Constanzo is a necromancer. Is a necromancer, exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, just on that we could go into the exact steps it takes to defeat the Sheep Squatch, but knowing that, he defeats the Sheep Squatch. And there's no other I don't know how the Sheep Squatch like it has to sneak up on him. You'd have to deny Adolfo everything that makes him Adolfo. Yeah. Uh because I mean, if you put him in a fist fight against he loses. the Sheep Squatch, he's going to get his ass kicked. He loses, but that's not him. No, he's, he's got more manipulative. Than yeah. So he's manipulative. Yes. He's very into his magic. 100%. And it's been like his thing forever. A so. million percent. He keeps skulls in pots. Yeah. He boils human flesh. So you know he's going to use that against the Sheep Squatch. And yeah. I think it's going to help him prevail. Because I don't think the Sheep Squatch can do anything except run, hide, and then get slaughtered by Adolfo in some sort of ritualistic sacrifice where 
he makes I don't know Mexico disappear in his <laughs> invisibility spells. <laughs> I mean, all I know is that when the sheep squatch dies, it's very scared, and that's sad. Yeah, but so the sheep squatch loses to the real life murderer. Yeah, we're getting a lot of twists in here that I didn't expect. Mm-mm. Didn't think about it, man. Yeah, I didn't mean, know. It's wild. Adolfo wins. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Now I'm just, never mind. Can't look that far ahead. Nope. Let's jump to the fear division, where we have a another uh, hot contest. No. We have well, another, you know, it's another nail biter. <sighs> well, it's the Hodag. Yeah. Versus Santa Odin. <laughs> uh, the Hodag is about to... I think, what's the term? Put him, put him over. Yeah, he's putting him over. <laughs> yeah, the Hodag's putting Santa he, over. He's doing Santa a favor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because um, what Santa gives the Hodag for Christmas is death. Yeah, I don't. There, I don't really there's see. No, any, there's no hope. The Hodag's fun, but he can't be. Maybe it. the Hodag hopes for a job in pulling Santa's sleigh, and that's I think the best possible outcome he has. What happens, you know what happens? You know how the Hodag loses this one? Hmm. Santa walks up to him. I mean, he's already poked out both of his eyes because he's defeated a Kraken. He's holding his spear. In fact, who knows? Maybe he's dragging the Kraken behind on his sleigh. Or his eight-legged steed is pulling a Kraken carcass uh-huh. just for fun. The Hodag walks up to Santa. The Hodag looks at him. Puts on a red clown nose. <laughs> and says, you can call me Rudolph. Like, all right, boy, get on the front of the sleigh. Yeah. Or the hodag just lays down and Santa, like he's like mm, pets him. Yeah, he's like he becomes. He's like you can pin me. Oh. Hey, no, well, yeah, that. I right. thought it, no, Santa it, just adopts him as his pet hodag. No, that's he does. Yeah. Now Santa has a hodag. I want a hodag. And I'm gonna even put on the bracket Santa with hodag. Oh no! You can't have him pair up. <laughs> well, he's just there. He's not gonna help in any battles. Uh. He's just there for fun. He didn't, mur- he didn't murder him in this battle is the point. He wasn't sacrificed to the dark gods like Adolfo did the Sheep Squatch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, right. So we have to just jump up to the weird division and hate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because the Tuttle Bottoms monster is now duking it out <sighs> with Muhammad Ali. Okay. Muhammad Ali. He's about to fight the tu- a giant anteater yes. from Tuttle Bottoms. And Muhammad and the Tuttle Bottoms monster just fought basically the same fight in the last round. Uh-huh. They had the same battle. Oh, by God. Muhammad battled wolves that are coyotes, <laughs> and the Tuttle Bottoms monster battled half dogmen. And it was, they were both packs. So, I, <laughs> Muhammad Ali is a boxer. And you know what? Fuck it. I'll give him five guns in this fight. Muhammad's got some guns, like actual now guns. He's got guns. Sure, because the Tuttle Bottoms monster is a giant anteater, and it takes one slash of his claw to kill Muhammad Ali. It just takes one. He'll die. He's got to land it, though. He will land it. Yeah. Because he's bigger, and he, Muhammad will duck. He'll dodge. He knows how to engage in a fight. But the Tuttle Bottoms monster will slash him with one of... He's got all these claws. Yeah, I don't think any of those are going to be mortal. Well, yes. I shouldn't say any of them. I think they. But, I think they will be, but you tell me why they're not. 
I mean, Muhammad Ali is a decorated fighter. Fact. Sure, he doesn't fight anteaters. He does not. This is his first time. But. Why is he in this bracket? (laughs) (laughs) Just because he likes aliens? Yep. (laughs) He just likes UFOs, and now he's fighting a giant anteater. He didn't ask for this. (laughs) Nobody asked for this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He just. (sighs) I think he's going to have the reach. Muhammad? Yeah. Over the giant anteater? Yeah. I mean, this is a giant anteater. Yeah, but they're big. Sure. But how long are their arms or legs? I mean, in relation to their body? Yeah. Probably not that long. But in relation to Muhammad Ali's body, I mean, they might they might cover a stretch. I'm sure though. Like again, I'm saying he's not getting out of this unscathed. <laughs> right. I'm just looking to see if I can get an actual. All right. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. We get to actually set a source in our battle episode. According to Wikipedia, let's see. A man said there was a monster loose in the bottoms. He said it was eight feet long. Oh, okay, this changes things. Eight feet long, four feet high, and had a nose like an anteater. Mm-hmm. So it's four feet high, eight feet long. So even if it stands up, like, it's got a tail. So a lot of that length is tail, too. Right. So this thing might be closer to Muhammad Ali's actual height than I was... I was was imagining a hulking brute. I still think with this fax, it still beats the Adlets. Yeah. But against Muhammad Ali... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like It's right. Muhammad Ali's probably got a seven-foot wingspan. Yeah. Or, well, six, six and a half. Probably, Smith said. Guess. Smith said the creature was a hairy primate, stood on two legs, and was not scared of humans. Well, Muhammad Ali's a human. Mm-hmm. So even if you think about, if it's four feet high, yes. that means from the shoulder, if it's like down, that's two feet. Yeah. Well, if it, it was um, hmm. It was eight feet long. I'm trying to think of its four reach. Feet high. You know, that's what I'm trying to think of. Right. So, how much of that goes into reach? Four feet, two feet. I don't know. I'm gonna type in anteater wingspan because we, we, we look up the important stuff on weird and feared. Uh huh. Giant anteater. We'll go with a giant anteater. That's appropriate. Yeah. They have no teeth. Well, he's not biting them. We didn't say that. No, we're worried about the claws. Giant anteater can reach six feet from length of the tip, not of its tail. I need to know if it can fight Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, why isn't why isn't there some sort of uh, easily accessible document that tells you if an anteater can fight Muhammad Ali? I mean, I wish there was, and I I guess we're making it tonight to answer that question. Everyone's always been asking. If Muhammad Ali was a fight an anteater, would he win? Time old, time old question. Well, I mean, large prehistoric animals. That's not no. Well, I've wasted enough time looking up this. Needless to say, I think I can concur with you that the the anteater may not have a giant reach. If anything, it's comparable to Muhammad Ali, but he's not dwarfing him. Right. So what I'm saying is Muhammad Ali is going to be able to. 
duck and dodge, and he's going to land overall more damaging hits. You don't think these like two claws are going to put Muhammad Ali down? I think they're going to be bad. They're going to hurt him. So, yeah, they're going to hurt. Yeah. Who's going to win in the end? All right. Are you saying Muhammad Ali? I'm saying Muhammad Ali. Because I'm and saying... That's, and that's if we're going straight boxing, still. Like, we're right. still ignoring that he could, like... He oh, have... you got to go fight a, an anteater? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to the uh, the gun store. Right. So, we're thinking of Muhammad Ali is just right. going to straight up box this thing. Right. He's also wearing boxing shorts, by the way. Yeah. Because he's boxing. And no shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've never picked him with a shirt on. <laughs> no. In any of these battles, he has no shirt on. No, he's shirtless, boxing right. coyotes, and now right. an anteater. Right. It's. I mean, this is something. This is a spectacle. This is something to watch. I'd watch it. But I, I don't think he beats an anteater with claws. Because hmm. it gets if it goes animal instinct, it knows where to go. The neck and the groin. Mm-hmm. If he gets cut in the groin, he's dying. Right. He's done. This might be our first dispute. Yeah. I just. My argument is I. I've never seen an anteater box anything or fight any person, but I think Muhammad Ali is going to be faster. I think because the one guy that got torn from belt or his groin or up or whatever, he had a cornered anteater that had nothing else to do. Right. He was also like in his seventies. I think he was an older man. Yeah. So he wasn't. And of course we're imagining Muhammad Ali at the prime of his career. Right. Exactly. Which is why he's boxing everything and not just going to buy a gun every time. Right. He's like, I could do that. So, I mean, uh, is this a dice roll? Have we gotten there? I guess so. Because I, 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 I can't, because like, I want Muhammad Ali to win. I, sorry, I gave away my, <laughs> my bias, but I don't think he's beating a beast with these claws. So, to, this is the first dispute we've had because we haven't established this. We just roll in a dice. I think yeah, we have that's to. That's what we've been establishing. Because okay. yeah, I'm. I think Muhammad Ali takes it. I like where you're going. I like that. So basically, um, one to would it be one to nine or one to ten? I was gonna do odds and evens. That's easier. I like that. That's easier. I only have the the twenty sided die on me right now. No, that's fine. So I'll do. You want odds or evens? I'll do evens. All right. It's eleven. So Muhammad Ali. Advances. I was pulling for him, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I I get it, like because because now, now nah, can I give us? I don't know. I probably shouldn't give a spoiler. I kind of want to though. I mean, because I want to point something out. Can I do it or no? Sure. Okay. I just want to point out the fact that in the when we jump back to the next round of the word division, we will have two human beings fighting each other in a bracket full of monsters. That's true. <laughs> Two human beings leveled a bunch of monsters. Adolfo, Constanzo, and Muhammad Ali will be fighting each other. Yes. So For anybody that's paying attention with their bracket. Oh, I hope so. That'd be cool. All, All right. right. We, so then we go ahead. We got one more to finish up this round in the fear division. Oh my god. This is so this is so insane. We have the zombie soldiers of Texas versus Nikolai Tesla. Who's currently been wielding a death ray? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that makes this very easy. Maybe not, because again, they're not corporeal beings. They're already dead, and he has a death ray, so he can't give them what they already have. Hmm. But what does he do? Because the zombie soldiers don't do a whole lot. 
Right. They just scare the shit out of people. Can I um can I make a hypothesis? Absolutely. All right. I feel Tesla they're ghosts. They're some kind of energy. He's all about fucking energy. I feel like he will be able to create some kind of device that can disrupt their energy and like it may not kill them, but can I feel like he'll be able to dissipate the ghosts. I feel like he has ghost dissipating powers. If they are, if he can physically see zombie soldiers coming at him, I feel like he can one not be afraid of them, and two mess with the electromagnetism of the area to dissipate their forms. I can see that. Yeah, I mean he's got a death rate too. So even if they were alive, it'd just be like done. Toast. So I feel. I mean, I feel like Tesla's beating the zombie soldiers. I think so. I don't really have any argument for the zombie soldiers winning this. Because, like we said before, they're just scary. I kind of think they've already made it farther than I thought they'd go. They did. When they took out Kevin, because his one weakness is soldiers. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? They, but they played the long con. All right. Well, Tesla. Tesla. Also, I want to point out, this is a bracket full of monsters. Three humans have advanced. <laughs> Tesla, Adolfo, and Muhammad Ali. And two gods. And two gods. Well, Santa. No, he's... You, <laughs> God. All right. All right, with Tesla winning that last one. Yes. rounds out everything. Yes, it does. We're, we're nearing some kind of... Some sense of... We're getting into the quarterfinals here. Finality. And I, I like all these choices. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's something. It's gonna be something in the end here. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, let's let's just give everybody a quick recap of what the last what the semifinals is here. Yes. Or quarterfinals, I yeah. guess. Quarter. Yeah. All right, so in the weird division we have Gabriel versus the Wendigo. And then we have El Adolfo versus Muhammad Ali. Oh my god. Then when we get to the fear division, we have the skinwalker. Versus the Beast of Bray Road, and then Santa versus Tesla. I am excited about that. <sighs> wow. All right, well, let's uh, go to the weird division, though. Okay. And yeah. Let's do Gabriel versus the Wendigo. Well, we've established he's an archangel and has the powers of the Lord. Yep. But a Wendigo is probably one of the most twisted, contorted, hellish beings to walk the face of the earth. It's the one thing that I think could give him a run for his money. Because would a Wendigo, its selling point here against Gabriel would be the Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. He's a, Gabriel's a sentient being, and while subservient to God, he has he has free will. Angels have free will. Yeah, and that and that's something a Wendigo can corrupt. Correct. And if Gabriel can't, you know, sniff out the Wendigo's physical or even spiritual like force, he's being fucked with in the head. Right. And eventually driven mad to consume uh-huh. all the other angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went there. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's what the Wendigo would do. You you're gonna consume those you're closest to, essentially. Gabriel has would become if if the Wendigo psychosis was if in it, fact if it takes hold successful, you would have an angel Wendigo. Which that is terrifying. 
Angel Digo. So you'd have the powers of heaven. Well, this is we've introduced a story I would love to tell. This sounds like because this is fucked up. This sounds like the end of the world. Yeah, this is worse than Lucifer falling from heaven almost. Because this, he wouldn't give a shit. This angel would be going up against heaven and hell and all of earth and all of creation because he wouldn't stop consuming. Yeah, he becomes a gluttonous demon. Yeah, he'd be essentially like yeah. He, uh-huh. Sure, he's an angel. Sure. If that doesn't get you fallen status, I don't know what does because Lucifer got done dirty then. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Angel Digo. That is like amazing. An epic fantasy horror story right there. Yeah, we made it. I hope you're happy about that. I am, because actually. <laughs> before today, I didn't know an angel could possibly have the chance of becoming a Wendigo. And the power levels involved in this thing are off the scales. Yeah, astronomical. It just I just imagine it wiping everything out. I mean, it's... I mean, so... Okay, yes, yeah, so this, again, if it's successful. If it is successful. So how do we yeah. determine if that's successful? Because that's what it, it's going to come down to. It comes here. down to Gabriel's willpower. You know what's working in Gabriel's favor? He is one of the most devout. There's only two angels outright mentioned in the Bible. Well, there, I think there's three, but let's just Michael and Gabriel. Mm-hmm. No one's corrupting Michael's mind. Sorry. The right and left hand, basically. Right. I. As cool as the concept is, I don't know if Gabriel's willpower is that. It would take a super powerful a failure of some sorts, right? In his belief system something would cra- have to crack his shield yeah i don't know what that would be i don't know what it would be either i like as much as i want to make that happen uh-huh i agree with you i don't see how it could happen when to, like if the psychosis takes hold it would have to have like there'd have to be like demonic energy like basically hell would have to be pumping this wendigo full of like hell juice whatever that is use your imagination mm-hmm. to up my lord yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's what you give a Wendigo to corrupt the soul of a Gabriel, of an angel. Uh-huh. Good. So you funnel Malort into this Wendigo. Mm-hmm. He's like, I really hate myself now, and I'll make this guy hate himself too. Why is this happening to me? I love consuming, but really, guys? That's when the Wendigo like, sobers up. Yeah. He's I, like, I really love this. But, but Why? Come on, guys. Why does it have to do this? Why does it taste like this? I like Malort. It's fine. I don't. <laughs> but I will do shots of it because it's funny. Uh-huh. It's funny to make your body hurt. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Unless there's some kind of X factor involved, Gabriel becomes a Wendigo. No. Whoa. I was <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, that's not what I meant to say. Uh, like, holy shit. Did I miss something? Because that's the outcome I want, but the X factor, I didn't think was there. I just love how I said it so matter-of-factly. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot to put the not. Gabriel's not becoming a Wendigo. Huh. Well, He's not doing it. I mean, as disappointed as I am that that's not happening, right? I think that's as accurate as we can be with this totally factual uh, thing we're doing. Yeah, totally facts based on science. But I think that, uh, I mean, yeah. Unless... See, unless unless this little wrestling match, there's a swerve where Gabriel becomes an, an angel Digo, 
but then he advances to the next round. It's an Angel Digo, oh, and then the world God. the world is gone. <laughs> yeah. Then the world is over. Yeah, I don't want to live in that world. So we're gonna say oh Gabriel God. advances. <laughs> he thwarts the Wendigo. Uh, that was a fun one, though. It's an interesting one to think about, and I love you know, that idea. Yeah, that's that's my, a total that's, bad guy. That's a story. Yeah, we made something copywritten. Yep, weird and feared. Yeah, because an angel Digo would make other a corrupted angel that he would, he only w- consumes angels. Oh well, he'd no, he'd consume the world. But when he oh, consumes yeah. angels, <laughs> he makes more angel Digos. If you corrupt the mind of an archangel, all other angels are lesser than him. They're gonna fall. Anyways, that's a terrifying existence to have. Yep. So we're gonna jump down to. Another good one. Yes, the fear division where the yeah. skinwalker is doing battle with the beast of Bray Road who owns a black Volga. He owns yeah. a car. This, yeah. this, I mean, the skinwalker can drive cars too, though, so they're even on that front. Yeah. So, yeah, skinwalker versus the beast of Bray Road. So, to this one. Yeah. Uh, who? I'm skewing in one direction hard only because of the intelligence factor. Uh, Yeah, so I was going to say the same thing similar at least sure it's gonna come down to the intelligence we don't know if the beast bray road's intelligent but we know for sure a skinwalker is yeah and that lack of intelligence coupled with uh the skinwalker's potential for dark magic i mean right i mean the beast bray road being intelligent if it were intelligent sure could camouflage itself among Skinwalker for time being and bide its time, but we don't know if it's capable of that thought. Like, There doesn't seem to be anything indicating it's intelligent. No. It's self-aware. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say intelligent. No, I know what you mean. Like, it's not a human. Right. That's, it's not, well, it's, it could be sentient too, but when we're discussing, you know. Like, Advanced levels of intelligence with right. a, like a skinwalker. Correct. So I think this one's easy to knock out, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the, I think this one is going to easily okay. go to the skinwalker. Beast. The beast killed an... Well, the beast at least took out an alien. It did. A very important alien. It took out a car, too. And a car. <sighs> All right. So back up to... Yeah, we're, we're division. Here we go. We have a sorcerer versus a world champion boxer. Two mortals. Two mortals, correct. Adolfo Constan- Constanzo and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, Two real people, by the way, that actually existed. We uh, we know they lived. Yeah. These are real people. Yep, undeniably. Undeniably. No matter what your belief system is, Adolfo and Muhammad Ali both lived. And one is actually a murderer. And it's not Muhammad Ali. It's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, here we go. This is where the uh, where fact meets fiction. Because Adolfo, we've established, is a sorcerer who has the power to beat all these monsters. Yep. He also basically, excuse me, runs a drug cartel. Yep. And Muhammad Ali is a boxer who can beat up many things. <laughs> He's beaten uh, an anteater and a couple of coyotes so far. So he's just out in the woods battering beasts. He's just hitting animals. <laughs> ah, that makes me so happy. <laughs> All because he just likes aliens. <laughs> we put him in here and he's dominating just because he likes aliens. And because he's 
the fucking world heavyweight boxing champ of a couple decades ago. He's world renowned, and he's a great guy too. He's a good dude. So I think Muhammad would love to beat the shit out of this fucking drug dealing cartel I, piece of shit. I would absolutely agree that he would love to do that. Unfortunately, we've established Adolfo was a sorcerer. Yes, he has definitely shown magic abilities, and Muhammad has yet to do so. You know, he Muhammad Ali is he may be able to mesmerize people in the ring, but he has no sorcerer powers. Yeah, so I'm not going to talk about Muhammad Ali being murdered by a drug cartel runner, but I don't think this conflict he comes out on top. I don't think so. Um even if we just go with Adolfo's charismatic abilities, like that alone, I think you could he could suck in Muhammad Ali into a place where he's not going to be able to walk out of possibly Muhammad of course the ultimate trash talker Mm -hmm. his words cut he makes you bleed but unfortunately Adolfo actually makes people bleed worse than Muhammad Ali as if you could imagine such a thing because Adolfo is ruthless he also lets people rot on the ground so he can pull out their spinal column yeah he sews cable or wire through Uh their spinal column After he's murdered them. He uses human corpses as plants, as seeds, to grow things, like spinal columns, for magic. I think if it were a fair fight, Muhammad Ali would beat the ever-living shit out of him. Absolutely, but he's dealing with a warlock, necromancer. Yep. So, Adolfo wins. Good run, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, great. Very respectful. Very respectful. I mean, he made it further than I would have ever guessed. Just a boxer would have made it. <laughs> he, the um, the lottery did him justice. Did him well. It did. He was up against physical. If he was up against, if he was up against a spirit, he'd be in trouble. But he was up against things he could pummel. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah, did right. him justice. All right. That brings us to the final round of quarterfinals. Right? Uh, I think I said that wrong. No, because I think the next one's the quarterfinal. Fuck it. What is this? Oh, whatever. The, the eighth? The eighth round? <laughs> yeah. I don't, whatever, man. Brackets are cool. Yeah. We're sober. We're, fu- we're Yeah, we're fine. Well, one man has a death ray, so. Well, the other man is the all-father. Right. <laughs> so. So this is a battle. This is a battle. This right is a here. battle. Science versus a god. Divine versus intelligence right what does it say that we use intelligence as a factor and intelligence has been like the that's been what's winning these fights mm-hmm. but now we have intelligence up against sheer power and intelligence yeah uh i mean santa odin right is vastly intelligent correct he's the god of poetry War. He sacrifices I to himself. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, in order to gain more knowledge. It's absurd. So, these two. They, they, I mean, they can go at it. They could have, they could not even fire lightning and death rays or power and force. They could just have a verbal confrontation. 
No. My lightning's better. No. <laughs> My lightning. I've seen the future. So have I. Shit. I can make things teleport, maybe. Maybe Tesla's the son that Odin always wanted instead of Thor. Does Santa just give Tesla uh, Milner? Is that what he does? He just gives him the hammer? There you go, yeah. my child. You are the lightning god. <laughs> you are the god of thunder. Uh. Good luck. Yeah, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of talking in this fight. Yeah. There's some good banter back and forth. Because this battle has to be a there's a banter involved. Otherwise, someone's getting smited. Yeah, otherwise But Tesla what Tesla can build at this point, Tesla knows what kind of a war he's in. He's built things. To divert perhaps some divine energy. To mitigate, you know, redirect things. He's got a system in place. Yeah, but in the end, in the well, in the end, it's gonna go the way it was gonna go. Right, Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Nikolai. Because like, you said the other thing the one time, right? <laughs> then we were confused. Right. Now that this last no. time was on purpose. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I. I just like the visual. I mean, the death ray. I love gives him such a good chance. Oh, it's a great chance. It hurts him. Odin gets hurt a little bit. He's like, "What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You're a human being, and you do this to me." Yeah. Yeah. I just love the visual of Santa Claus being shot by Nikola Tesla's death ray. <laughs> ho ho ho! Oh, no. <laughs> and Tesla's like, "Eat fat man!" As he's. I just I picture it like the battle, the final battle in like Ghostbusters, with her bla- <laughs> with her blasting Gozer. Nikolai Tesla's got a death ray, and perhaps you know, Odin comes down and goes, "Are you a god?" And Tesla goes, "No." And then Odin like shoots him. Then like his friends like, Tesla, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> He's like, "You're right, I am a god." Uh-huh. Then he runs at him with his blaster, crosses all the streams. Crosses all the streams and he erupts, and then Santa wins, and that's uh, that's that. Good run, Tesla. I mean, I just can't see him knocking out Odin. But I mean, it's a, it's a good. I mean, he, if anybody could, and I, I mean, and here we are. I mean, he had a better chance than uh, Muhammad Ali or Adolfo had at taking out Odin. Truth, that's true. For the humans, uh-huh. good run. Yeah, well, Adolfo was basically, in the weird division, getting what will amount to his coming to Jesus moment. All the evil he's done, he's now faced with the wrath of God, with the wrath of the heavens. Yep. Gabriel the Archangel against Adolfo, who we've turned into some mystical being. (laughs) (laughs) He's, I mean, every every level he's advanced, he's like leveled up. Uh Uh-huh. Like if we were writing history books right now. Right. Oof, Adolfo would have been a really bad guy. He is like, a bad guy. He was already guy. pretty bad, but like He's bad. Now we have him defeating like mythical beasts and stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> right? If we were writing mythology right now, holy shit, don't mess with you that don't, dude. <laughs> no, don't mess with Adolfo because he stands a chance. Yeah. He stands all the chances. Unfortunately, I think Adolfo just hit a wall. How much dark energy he's been leveling up? How much dark energy can he summon? I don't think it's enough to take out the Archangel Gabriel. What if he summons the dark energies of the Archangel Lucifer? Well, I mean, that 
This is a what if situation because Adolfo's got to pull out some deep shit. What if Adolfo kills all? I mean, of this his... is a boss fight, so Adolfo's got to bust out his big shit. What if he kills all of his closest confidants? What if he was alive? This is when he's living. I haven't even addressed the fact that what if when Adolfo died, he became some spirit. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, that's terrifying. We're not doing it. But what if he sacrifices? What if Adolfo like sacrifices his lover to gain even more dark energy? The guy he wanted to be killed with in the closet mm-hmm. or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. So what if he's got some real bad stuff? What if he's got multiple demons powering him? What if he's got... And demons are souls. Yeah. There's demonic energy. There's soul energy. Gabriel is, of course, he has angelic grace. I was looking up... Let's see. No, I was doing a thing before I went. Let's see. Let's just see. Let's just look at a thing. I'm going to read you something on Gabriel, just for fun. We'll see what it tells us. Okay. He's the bringer of messages. Instant visions and flashes of divine inspiration. All right, he yeah, he brings you lots of information. I get that. He helps you interpret dreams. That's not going to help him here. He's an angel of prophecy, obviously. He whispers divine words into the ears of mortals to inspire them on the path of fulfillment. Well, what does he do against a man who only hears and lives evil? He watches how you respond to the messages and is constantly encouraging you to follow through. He's not inspiring Adolfo here. This is not what we're doing. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is just talking about how Gabriel likes to help people. Well, he needs to deal with this monster. Yeah, so he's like, oh, you're going to cast that spell on me? I'm an archangel. Oh, good job. Yeah, maybe it'll work. Keep it up. Keep it up, bud. Good stuff. Yeah, keep trying. So I'm doing a thing right now just because... Adolfo needs to pull lots of shit out of um, out of his butt. I'm trying to look at uh, the human bones were put into his naganga. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. All right. And what I need to know is what was the god he prayed to? What is this creature? What was it named? I said it. I have it in my notes. Where the fuck they are? Because it's not telling me in the on the Wikipedia page. No, it was a deep dive when I found it. It was a... Uh... Who did Adolfo Constanzo worship? It might be in my notes on the laptop here. It was rumored. It was like some guy that had studied those religions was like, oh, he's got to be stu- worshiping this deity because... Of these things that he's done. Let's see if it's in my notes. Did you see it? Yeah. Philip Carlo, a New York writer and expert on the occult, is certain that Constanza was dedicated to a specific spirit of the Palo Mayembe cult known as Ogun. How do you spell that? O-G-G-U-N. This is impromptu stuff. Let's see. Let me see. I'm going to... Um, let's see. I'm just going to skim this page. This is impromptu research. I'm looking to find out powers of a gun. He's a warrior and a powerful spirit of metalwork, as well as rum making. He's also known as a god of iron. Keep looking. Voodoo. Ogun is known as Ogu and consists of an array of manifestations. A lot of stuff about iron and smithing and tools. 
He carries an iron saber and wears a red sash. He's a god of war, pioneering intelligence, justice, medicine, and political power. I would love to know. Followers of Ogu in a possession trance is offered Haitian white rum during the ceremony. Oh, interesting. And cigar smoke is what I saw, too. Nice. Yes. Powers of Ugun. And look it up. All I'm doing, because if Adolfo can't pull some shit out of here, he's getting smited by an archangel. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a battle. Yeah, he's pulling out the big guns now. Got to. Ogun, Santeria Church of Orishais. Orishas? Oh, wow, this has got a lot of stuff on here. I think Ogun is just going to have to be. I think we dove into a guy who's going to be an episode someday. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I went pretty in-depth just on touching on those religions. That's a, Seriously. There's a lot to take in. I think about this shit all the time, which is not normal, but I do. Yeah. It's not telling me, like, it's just telling me more about sacrifices and stuff and how it gives people power. How much power? To what? I think I guess we can look by Adolfo's life what kind of power it gives you. Jesus Christ. And the fact that he's facing off against an archangel right now and we're like, well. What do you got, man? Yeah. What, what can you do? You got anything? Because. Yeah, go on. Yeah, you, yeah, go on. Dark magic, all that stuff. Is no force to an archangel in the end. It might start off as a fair battle, pitter patter back and forth, you know, but then Gabriel is just going to unleash the power of heaven. Yeah, he's, he's wiped cities off the earth or helped wipe cities off the earth. Right. One man and a little cult won't stand a chance in the end especially an evil cult that is just going to be like it's an affront to god gabriel is not gonna he's not gonna allow that no i feel like gabriel's been fighting to this moment he's like you got to be put down man you have to stop he's like Mm -hmm. why didn't i know about you earlier yeah you're just you're wrecking everything what are you doing well guess what man whoosh you're obliterated Yep. So, yeah, Adolfo had a good run. He did. Gabriel, but evil was defeated. It's gonna be hard to stop Gabriel. It's he's true. He's going into the semifinal. Gabriel being in this bracket. Or he's going into the final. No, Ga- so we were right. Yeah, All right. we got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, Gabriel has put down the evils of Adolfo Constanzo. And the horrible entity known as Chance the Snapper. And the Wendigo in between that. <laughs> the Wendigo. Oh, man. Maybe Gabriel's feeling that a little bit. Maybe it's still in the back of his mind. Yeah. The, the, the Wendigo's taunting him. It's like, Gabriel, consume. Well. Gabriel, consume. Destroy. And we have to jump back down and do a thing. Yeah, and... uh All right, I see where this is going in the finals, and this is going to be a doozy in the final. This is what I was thinking about the entire time. Yeah. Because 
All right, but we we're still in the semifinal. Yeah, we are. So, in the feared division, so Gabriel advanced for the weird division. Yes. Feared division, we got Skinwalker versus Santa. Odin. How about how about this for our semifinals? We can accept Gabriel as a force generally for good. Mm-hmm. Santa, Odin, Odin war more neutral neutral but not evil right adolfo constanzo and a skinwalker both evil are two human beings corrupted to be awful things murderous yeah. beings both sorcerers so somehow the semifinals came down to like literal gods versus evil corrupted human beings that's I mean, amazing in a way it is it's uh it just happened I- ironic I don't know if that's the right term for it. No, but, but I know the uh, feeling. It's the right feeling. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's kismet. Is it happenstance? Was it meant to be? Hmm. That these gods would have to destroy these evil forces? I mean, the skinwalker... And... Oh God, but Adolfo was put up against a human being. So he, in this tournament, I don't like to say he murdered Muhammad Ali because that's absurd because they're both real people. Yeah. But, but Adolfo wins. But he would have. He won. He, and he would have, absolutely. If he, if he needed to. Right. But jumping back to the battle at hand. Skinwalker versus Santa. Versus Santa Claus. So what kind of gifts is Santa giving out? The Skinwalker's got juice. It does. Uh, Santa, though, like, I mean, I don't want to keep rehashing all right. of his abilities. Right. But, I mean, big time. He's a god. Right. Like, yeah, he's a god. Yeah, he's a god. The Skinwalker is powerful, absolutely, but not somebody that can manipulate a god. And I think that's what their magic comes down to is manipulation, deception, all that stuff that a god is not going to put up with. It's going to see through it. Right. And it's going to put it down as soon as it comes into play. Especially such a high, powerful, like noble god as like Odin. Like, it's not a lower god or, like, a trickster. It's fucking Odin. Yeah. It's Santa Claus. And he knows, Santa Claus knows if you've been naughty or nice. And guess what, Skinwalker? You've been pretty... He knows you've been naughty. You've been dang naughty. You're about to get smote. So how is that... So I guess the question to ask is, how could a Skinwalker beat Santa? And the easy answer is to say he could not. But how could a Skinwalker give Odin... The most trouble, the most fight. Well, I could argue that Loki was a skinwalker of sorts. Deception Go was on. his thing. It's true. Hiding amongst the plain eye. He's a trickster. It's true. That's very true. So, a skinwalker could rely on that. Yes. I think ultimately they will be found out. Of course. But it is just an act after all. Yeah, it is an act. I don't see a skinwalker being able to summon anything powerful enough to give Odin a hurt. No, I think it's going to be deception. They're going to they're going to hide, 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 hide. Again, the intelligence. Wait for their moment. Yeah. And if it presents itself, they have an opportunity. Hmm. 
to strike? What is Odin's weaknesses? How could, let's say a skinwalker got a hold of an object. What would be able to hurt Odin object-wise as far as Norse mythology goes? I mean, I know that might take some searching, which we're not doing at this moment. Right. I don't know anything off the top of my head. Me neither. Um... But then again, maybe a skinwalker wouldn't be able to look up that information either. Right. You have to put out a cell phone, do, do a Google search. How to beat Odin? How do you defeat Odin? What do you got? What could I even do to help defeat you? I mean, if anyone, Odin? If anyone were to do it, it would end up being Loki. And Lo- I'm not talking Loki out of the Marvel stuff. I know Loki, Loki, yeah. Yeah. His brother. Yep. And, uh,. I don't know. Me neither. I don't know any off the top of my head. I got nothing. But I don't think a skinwalker could pull off the biding your time and remaining hidden that well in order to pull it off. Right, and where are they even fighting at? Because Odin can probably oversee much, if not all, the Earth. Right, and Loki, the one guy that might be able to use that deception, is another god. A skinwalker is not a god. No. It's a human traipsing around in dark magic that's going to be popped. Right. Santa wins. Yeah, Santa Santa wins. beats the Skinwalker. Evil dies there in the <sighs> semifinals. The finals here. And this is, I mean, I was wondering how this would go, but I figured this is what things would come down to. It's kind of what I figured too, but it was definitely a better journey there than a Right? I saw it. There's some highlights. There's some contest. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Well, fuck. So the the finals, for everybody listening that's not looking at a bracket like we are, is the Archangel Gabriel versus Santa Claus (laughs) or Odin. (laughs) From our our whole year of episodes, it comes Uh down to Gabriel versus Santa. Yep. Now, <laughs> I don't even know where to really begin with this. They got to they gotta fight in space. The Earth won't survive most of this battle if this happens. It would not. They're fighting on Mars. Yeah, maybe that's what happened to Mars. <laughs> what? I mean, they found water. You know, maybe that was all that was left. After the epic battle between Gabriel and Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The North Pole was really just the red planet. It just got mixed up in translation at some point. Well, there's another story to add to the story bank. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, just don't stop. Uh-huh. And this entire time... Oh, fuck. Never mind, we can't... All right. And the demi-angel, Muhammad Ali... <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boxes ways through nine whole coyotes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's knocking off tails and ears. Then one coyote, somehow he just ripped one limb from limb, didn't even box it. He just tore it in half. How is that possible? Well, I would love to find out more powers. Gabriel, again, All right, well, can wipe cities off. I will pull up facts on Odin if you pull up facts on Gabriel okay. because you did a Gabriel episode and I did the Odin episode. That's true, absolutely. So... Not that we're going to argue with each other, but no, we, we have, can have some points we, to we'll, bring up. We will advocate on each character's behalf yeah. to see how this goes. But that's almost fitting. 
because these last two episodes have been discussions and battles. Um, but traditionally, this podcast is about research and finding and covering things. Yeah. So it makes sense that the uh, the final battle is going to come down to research. Uh huh. As it should. All right. Let's. All right. So internet's not too helpful, giving us more specific powers, especially something we're trying to do in a relatively timely fashion. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. With trying to come up with uh, Gabriel versus Santa, how would they defeat each other? Because one is a god, one is the left hand of God. Correct. But as far as power levels go, I mean, obviously, the judo Christian God is yeah. supposedly all powerful. Suppo- yep. So so the God against a God like Odin, mm-hmm. I think Odin would be in trouble. Right. If there is so I mean that's you know the the pagan gods tend to I f- I rank the pagan gods like equal to angels, which is frustrating because against Gabriel and Santa, Gabriel right. has a power of the God. While Santa, like you said, is a god. Right, like Odin, Santa, uh, walked the earth at one point, supposedly. Right. And Gabriel, I mean, he's on earth all the fucking time, giving messages and telling people shit. Leaving his footprints. Leaving his footprints in Indiana. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the important stuff. Yeah, so... Critical issues. Really nailing this one down is going to be tough. All right, so they show up on the battlefield, wherever that may be. It's got to be Mars. We've established that. Uh-huh. Where yeah, it's got to be Mars. Otherwise, it's wiped out. Yeah, otherwise, continents are being destroyed. So nothing's on Mars except water. Gabriel and Santa appear. Dirt. Dirt, right. Yeah, yeah there's a lot more dirt than water, actually. It sure is. <laughs> a few robots are up there just dead. Yeah. Beep, boop. Gabriel lands, whoosh, makes a crater. Mm-hmm. Comes down. Odin, Santa, is Santa in a sleigh with reindeer? Or is he with an eight-legged steed? I think steed? he's just riding Sleipnir. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's like, yeah, he's assumed this battle has taken him to full Odin levels. Yeah, he's no longer wearing the red suit and like... He's like, I'm here. His sack of gifts. He's got armor. Yeah. The only gifts he brings is punishment for Gabriel. Mm. And Gabe's like... He whips off an elbow pad, looks into the crowd. <sighs> He swooshes his arms back and forth. Makes his eyebrows go up and down. Up and down. <sighs> Odin. <laughs> or the one eyebrow you can see. I guess you can see them both. Yeah. There's an eye patch in, yeah. in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then what happens? Who unleashes the first blow? I feel Gabriel would welcome the challenge. Okay. Gabriel is powered by God's love. A lot of things, when it comes to angel stuff, what I was picking up in my scamming is my scanning, is that Gabriel is like God's love. So that's it's a pure thing, and it's not. It's just the love. It's not you know assembled into anything else. But again, then Gabriel, the the counter argument is Gabriel can wipe cities off the map, and has done so. In the situation where Odin beats Gabriel, how would Odin defeat Gabriel? What would he do to do this? Accepting, except Odin wins, how would he win? What would he do to beat Gabriel? Because I've, I've, I'm going to go ahead, sorry. I just, I'm spitballing. Well, Odin is the war god. 
Yes, so he knows what that's about. And he's all wise. Mm-hmm. Very wise. Mm-hmm. So I think it would come down to watching his enemy and learning when to strike. Right. He would have to come in for the blow, but then Gabriel is no dummy. Right. He'd be right there to counteract these blows. Mm-hmm. So then what do we follow up with? Because then it would be back and forth. Right. Yeah, so, They're changing blows, maybe doing some trash talking. Punch this, punch that. They're hitting each other. There's energy flying around. Balls of just whatever the fuck, you know, electricity or cosmic forces are being swirled on the, the red planet. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a... a yeah. So what, what do we follow up with it? Uh, do... Does Gabriel have followers? Like, he's an angel, archangel, so he's got angel followers. He could have, I mean, he could summon armies of the lesser angels. That's a possibility. And then Odin, being the All-Father, summons all the other gods of that pantheon. Great, so we just made it worse. Yeah, so... (laughs) So then they counteract each other. Yeah, so it's like, okay. Thor's bashing angels in the head with a hammer. Right. (laughs) And I mean, Gabriel's just got legions of all power, almost all power, almost all powerful beings. I mean, they both are. They're all just hammering at each other and nobody's getting anywhere. It's fucking awesome. But right. (laughs) So. How does it win? How does the, the final blow? Man, this is tougher than I thought it would be. Because, yeah, I have no idea. I feel like we need we should have done more research into this had we known this was going to be the outcome, but we didn't know this was going to be the outcome. So I, yeah, we right? can't come back to it. Right? No, no. We, we need to. This we is need, this is the, the final battle. Got to wrap up. This is the final battle. We promised the final confrontation. Mm-hmm. Well, I typed in angel powers into the internet, and the first sentence says angels are more powerful than stars. Okay. Well, what does the, it say if you type in God powers? Uh, God powers? Oh, shit. They can fly. Well, this is they can fly well beyond the speed of light. They can watch light as it moves from its source to another point in existence. They can travel from Earth through space and reach heaven in a matter of seconds or minutes. So the movement of humans is ex- extremely slow to angels. Okay, fucking This bad. is a Quora. This is from Quora.com. How powerful is an angel and what powers do angels have? Okay. All right, so that was just someone's random post that they posted that I read. They see, hear, smell, feel, and sense existence in 360 degrees in all direction from their bodies. Angels can merge into, oh my God, this is a whole thing, can merge into one by the tens of thousands, resulting into millions. What? Angels can also change their size. They can transform their shape. Angels can even transform into a physical form. All right, what about... Angels see invisible things such as energy, hear imperceptible things at high pitches and low pitches, and sense things that are undetectable by humans and any other physical organism. Good. They do everything I thought they did. Yeah, they're all power. Yeah, this is everything. Yeah. Now type in God. Right, okay. (laughs) What does a God God see? I want to read this. We'll do that. I just want to read this one sentence. Angels can save and rescue, but they can also destroy and abandon. Yeah, I mean, they're soldiers. On September 28th, 2019, 
This guy has a whole entire article about the powers of angels. This is what I was looking for. That's insane. We'll get back to that maybe. All right, God powers. So I type in Norse God powers or God powers? God powers. All right, that's what we're doing. God powers. The battle has to come to a head, and we have to decide who is the victor. Yeah, that's what we're looking for right now. So how do we break this draw? I don't know. It's risky. Hmm. Is it the dice? I would like to. Oh. I would like. I would like to find one thing that can push it in any direction. Just one piece in either way. So, I mean, Odin is the god of many things. I mean, I'm. I'm looking. Oh, like, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, he is the All Father. Correct. Like that's not a thing that I just keep saying. No, it's a real thing in regards to Odin. So let's see. What is he the god of? Let's see if I can find it real quick. Why is it in Greek mythology? Is that I, just the website here? Maybe. I'm a little concerned with his affiliations with the berserkers. Oh, and, the berserkers. And other warrior shamans whose fighting techniques and associated spiritual practices center around achieving a state of ecstatic unification with certain ferocious totem animals, yeah, usually wolves or bears. Oh, yeah, the berser berserker means bear, I think. And uh, Odin is concerned not with the reasons behind any given conflict or even its outcome, but rather with the raw, chaotic battle frenzy that permeates any such struggle. So, yeah, this battle, they're raging fucking hard. Yeah, he's going to win is his ultimate goal. Right. There's no losing in his mind. All right, I don't know where we left off, but uh, just jumping back in this because we got sidetracked by trying to do research last minute on these guys, Gabriel and Santa or Odin. It's an epic fucking battle right now. It's out of control. The red planet is raging. Electricity, fire, lightning. Who knows what is coming down? Owen's got the goddamn berserkers. Gabriel is a general in God's army. Yeah, it's too much. Like This is a war. This is going back to Thousand. Like when the fucking invasion of uh England by the Norse. Yes. Like, that's what this is. It's uh -huh. just like Christianity versus North mythology. It's a fucking battle. Who's coming out on top here? It could go so many ways. I don't have any arguments that we haven't already discussed. No, we've nailed it down. These two guys are the top guys. Because of course they are. We threw Gabriel and Santa in a bracket with the Sheep Squatch. These guys are all powerful beings. Yeah. And this was this was destiny waiting to happen. Yeah, we should have seen this coming. We should have been able to uh, but, read this better. Oh, I don't get him. But, I mean, oof. So when it, when it comes down to it, Odin versus Gabriel, it's tough. I think it's going to come down to fate, almost, like... These are two gods. All right. Well, so, like, Odin's a literal, well, yeah. he's been called a god. Sure. He is a god. Gabriel is the right, left hand 
he's a hand of God. He's hands. He's one of God's hands. So in the pantheon of all that stuff, they're about on par. Absolutely. So, so I hate to say it, but I think it's going to come down to uh, fate. All right. Gabriel is odds. Odin is even. Want to fade it? Because picture before we do that, picture this. Mm-hmm. All right, Gabriel and Owen started this fight. They were matched. They called in their armies. Their armies are fighting. Things are getting crazy. Norse gods you recognize fight anonymous angels almost just as powerful as they are. Mm-hmm. So then Gabriel and then Santa get distracted from the battlefield. They're off in the corner fighting because their armies are doing things. So it's evened out. It is a literal stalemate between pantheons of gods and the almighty god of the you know, Judo-Christian you know, Islamic, the monotheistic God. Uh-huh. But that God isn't in this fight. It's one of his hands. Yes. So him versus Odin. So what did you say? I forget. But we'll do Gabriel is odds, Odin is even. I think that's what I said before. And this right. will determine the fate Gabriel of... Gabriel odds, Odin's oh. evens. Because, yeah, it's going to come down to fate because these guys are giving it their all. And if some chance that dice falls on the floor, it's a draw. Who wins? It's a niner. The so, hand of God. Gabriel. Gabriel wins. Gabriel triumphs. He does. He he dishes out the final blow to Odin, putting the pagan gods in their place forever. He did that. Serious once. game. Serious game. Uh huh. So the same man. Wow. The same entity who defeated Odin nuked Chance the Snapper. Gator Gabe. Wow. That was a wild ride. I didn't see the... I mean, I should have, but I didn't see Gabriel and Santa facing off there in the end. It's hardcore. Yeah. Now, who really... Maybe there is a secret one. Mars suffered. Mars suffered. is gone. Mars suffered a lot, but maybe... What gave Gabe the actual edge is because maybe Gabe doesn't win this battle. He wins. He won. Yeah. But maybe it's because... He's the first WF spooky time champion of the world. An archangel is a spooky time champion. The archangel, Gabriel. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe. Gator, Gabe. But maybe what gave him the edge was he had this darkness in the back of his mind. Because he's a Wendigo. Eating away at him. <laughs> consuming him. I want that. He, it's amazing. Angel Digo. Yep. He didn't corrupt him all the way, but something in the back of his mind gave him that extra juice of... Season two little bit of, of Weird and Feared. The Archangel Gabriel <laughs> turns on the entire pantheon of everything. <laughs> How much will he consume? Who will stop him? He already killed Odin and ate him. <laughs> he ate Odin, assumed, and now he's wearing an eye patch for some reason. And he rides in. He took his horse. He's riding an eight-legged steed. Oh man, I'd re- I'd watch that show, well, read that book. I, I don't want know. it to be a thing. When a Wendigo corrupts the soul of an angel, the angel Gabriel leads him on an epic battle that defeats a cult leader. <laughs> and After he destroys an alligator, he nukes an alligator who got a pass in a battle. He's just thrown in the pond, and an angel nukes him. He's like, get out of here. You don't belong here. 
Go Ga- back to Florida. You know, if we follow, <laughs> before we close this out, because Gabriel is our winner, let's talk about exactly what led to him winning. Just because he nukes a, he nukes an alligator. I mean, he had an easy run in the beginning. But well, before he nuked the alligator. Oh, he did, yeah. We he skipped took out ahead. Hogzilla. Yeah. So like Gabriel's getting. He's like, what am I doing? He's just nuking animals. But then, but then when he battles a man with a hat, that's when the darkness starts to creep in a little bit. He, mm-hmm. He's not scared or thwarted by, but he's it's starting to push him. Because then after that, he encounters the Wendigo. And then it's in his mind. And then he has to battle Adolfo. He's wiping out some e- evil shit here. Yeah, he was, He's fighting, he was fighting evil ever since he killed that innocent pig and that innocent alligator. Well, what did I say in the Hogzilla episodes? That thing shouldn't exist. Gabriel agreed. Yeah, that's true. She's like, this is, like, I, I appreciate what my father's created, but this Hogzilla's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then he encountered some serious evil with, uh, it escalated too. Man with the hat. It's just kind of oppression. The Wendigo is some dark shit. And then Adolfo. Ooh. I mean, dark, evil. the Wendigo is more dark than Adolfo, right. really. But that's what weakened him for Adolfo. Yep. So then, But he still beat Adolfo. Yep. I, that's what gave Adolfo a chance. Uh-huh. But yeah, what a run. Good what run. run. Good job, Gabriel. Spooky time champ. Good job, Gabe. Good job, Gator Gabe. First WF. Spooky time champ of the world. All right. So that was some that's some serious shit. So yeah. Hope you had fun with your f- brackets. I did. Yeah, right? If you're new to the show with this season 2 after these battle royales, we almost got in, I mean form almost took over when it was Gabe versus Santa. We almost dove into research mode just find out what we could find out about their goddamn powers. Yep. Don't know if I should say goddamn powers involving two godlike beings, but I did, and I've done it before. Goddamn powers. Probably do it again. Yep. But um, you see the gambit of things we are known to talk about, and then who knows? Who knows how the bracket will stack up next year? What creatures will be involved? Mm-hmm. No idea. But I do know you can contact us on all the social medias at Weird and Feared. Email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about spooky shit by going to anchor.fm slash weirdandfeared. Patreon exists, too, if you want to help us buy books and assorted goodies. Weird and Feared on the Patreon. Yeah, it all helps the show directly, so absolutely greatly appreciated. But this is one hell of a battle, one hell of a ride, one hell of a first season. Season two begins next episode. Mm-hmm. And congrats to Gabriel. Congrats to Gabe. Go toot your horn, man. So now I get to draw a picture of Gabriel with a championship belt around his waist, mm-hmm. holding the skull of Odin. I think Odin is defeated, maybe not murdered. Yeah. But defeated. Yeah. He lost, but not forgotten. He'll be back. Right. But then everybody listening, just like the spooky time champion, stay spooky, guys. Stay spooky. <laughs>